Welcome to the She Illuminates podcast, an empowerment hub for Christian women just like you who are ready to be filled by God's truth and light and illuminate their God-given influence in their homes, careers, businesses, and communities. I'm your host, Shamel Evans. I'm passionate about creating a space, connecting, and transforming the lives of women. We talk about real things, and we value transparency, honesty, and vulnerability. Be empowered to live anchored in your faith, influence your patch, and walk in your purpose. Let's dive in. Hey ladies, thanks for joining me today. And I want to say welcome to all of my new listeners and welcome back to those who are hanging out with me again. Today, I'm excited to be chatting with Miss Brittany Harris on the subject of overcoming negative mindset. So I want to say hello, Brittany, and thanks for joining me today. Thank you so much for the opportunity. I'm glad to to be on with you and to just share some of the stuff that God put on my heart. Well, that's awesome. Well, Brittany... I today topic is really has been brewing on my heart for quite some time. And honestly, it's been an area that I have really had to work through um, just consistently on my faith journey, because when we think about our mindset, it it covers so much what we think and how we process our feelings and our emotion really dictate how we live our lives, how we walk out our faith every day. So it's definitely an area that I think most women um, sometimes struggle in because we find ourselves doing so much and we're, we're holding down the home front. We're taking care of our careers, our businesses, helping out, serving in all different types of capacities. So I pray that today that those that are listening in that today we could just give them some some actionable tips and some encouragement to just help help them on their faith journey. So before we dive into it, Brittany, I would love for you to just share with our audience a little bit about yourself and um and about your business. So um I live in Columbus, Ohio. I'm a mom of one awesome daughter. She's 12, I like to say 12 going on 20. Um <laughs> and as a result of all the stuff that's going on in my life between, you know, being a single mom and being a minister and being involved at church and um, working full time and everything that kind of happens in my life. Um, I started a blog just to begin to share with people the lessons that God is teaching me in my life. Because, um, you know, this Christian walk is all about lesson after lesson after lesson mm-hmm. and not always getting it right and trying to figure it out. You know learning what's next. And so I started the blog just as an op- uh, an opportunity to be able to share with other women like to let them know like we're not you're not in this alone. Like m- my tagline the thing that I always say is that we grow together as we grow in him because we are continually we're continually growing and it's a continual process to learn um about who God is. And as a spinoff of the blog, I too host a podcast um, where I share the same type of lessons um, just in bite-sized bits, very conversational as if you and I were talking on the phone. Um, I don't have a, a really pretty polished podcast, but I just talk and share, you know, the things that God has placed on my heart. In addition to that, <laughs> I also do uh, some virtual assisting for some small business owners where I help them pretty much do whatever needs to be done. So that way it allows them to continue to be creative and continue to see their business grow. And so that is pretty much my 
busy life. <laughs> well, girl, I must say that you are doing it. And, you know, it's just amazing how we all have our different things that we're involved in, but how God uses those tools to just to either grow, whether that's in the home front or business or support other people. And you really exemplify the definition of what She Illuminates is about. Like this podcast is really about women of faith, like shining out God's truth and light in their daily walk um, and just living anchored in their faith. And I love how not only in your ministry, but in your business with helping encourage other women of faith to grow, as well as providing your skill set to help other business owners. It's amazing how God can work in and through us. That's that's where the encouragement and the power is about. And I stress too all the time about um, the faith journey. Like we're on a journey. It's a, For me, I look at it visually as a circular motion. Like you said, it's lesson after lesson, season after season where we're growing and God is shaping and pruning us to do so many things. And I think when we think about the topic of overcoming our negative mindset, most times we think that we get to this point where we arrive, like we put this pressure on ourselves. Well, if I do X, Y, and Z, I'll finally overcome this negativity or this mindset. But we have to realize as Christian women that this is something we're constantly developing because our feelings and our emotion, that's just part of human nature. Uh, And then we also have to realize that we live where the enemy is real and that he uses that mindset to choose, to try to keep us distracted, to, to deceive us and to um, just pour in all these lives in our lives. And so, like you said, it's a constant thing that we have to be doing, developing and growing and being stretched. So I'm just excited for what you're, you're, what you're doing. And you honestly have been part of She Illuminates from the very beginning. And so I really do just appreciate your support and for just taking time out to share um, with our listeners today. So you guys, let's jump right into to a couple of things that we're going dis- to discuss today. So when we think about overcoming our negative mindset, we first have to know what we're dealing with. Like, what are the triggers and what are the obstacles? Um, and I like for us to kind of talk about three of the things that I find or me personally in my walk tend to be the the struggle point in leading up into a negative mindset. So those three things I find that have been a, a root cause to the negativity have been self-worth and your identity and comparison. Um, And we know that these are three main areas how the enemy tries to distract us. So, Brittany, I would like for you to just, you know, we both engage in this conversation, but let's just chat with the ladies about the importance of really looking at self-worth, identity and comparison and how all of this can transpire into a negative mindset. I think that those are definitely, as women, probably the main three things that we do deal with when it comes to our negative mindsets and and, you know they all have different fruits and different tentacles but I think that those are basically the 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 basis the foundation of literally everything that we deal with it's because you know our society bombards us with what it should be like what we should be like what our lives should be like what we don't have compared to what we should have, what we don't look like compared to what we should look like, what we're not doing compared to what we should be doing. And all of this begins to, through all of this, the enemy uses it to create these, you know, this negative highlight reel, this negative tape that plays over and over and over in our mind. Well, you know, 
we begin to hear the voice of the enemy. Um, and then we begin to basically believe it ourselves when it comes to like our self-worth. Are we good enough? Am I good enough as a mother? Am I good enough as a wife? Am I good enough as a business owner? Am I good enough um, in how I dress and what I look like and what I'm doing? Like we begin to, you know, really, again, like I said, rehearse these things and begin to feed into them and it begins to tear us down. Um, you know, when we talk about I, our identity, a lot of times we don't really know what or who to identify with. And I think that it's just, a, it's just, just a struggle. Like some women, you know, they didn't grow up with a father in the home to have identity or they did have a father and their relationships with other men that that shaped their identity. And when that went bad, then who do I belong to? What, what, what am I? Who am I? Um, and all of that gets to be wrapped up nicely with this ugly bow of comparison. So because I'm not confident in my self-worth or I don't know what my identity is, then I begin to compare myself to the, the next woman, the woman on Instagram, the woman that I see on TV or on the woman that I work with who seems to have it all together, but quiet as it's kept, she probably doesn't because women, we don't talk about these kind of things, unfortunately, which is why I think this is great that we're having this kind of conversation and this dialogue, but we deal with all these different kinds of things. And we have to, when you talk about overcoming negative mindsets, you have to begin to identify what those negative mindsets are. And I'm, I know I'm probably getting a little bit ahead of myself, but it, you can't, you know, begin to overcome them if you don't diagnose them. And, and I like the fact how you're saying you have to identify. And that's the word for me has been trigger. Like mm -hmm. you have to really take time to acknowledge what your shortcomings are. Like you can't take action on making change in your life if you really don't get real and honest with yourself with what are the issues? What What is the messiness, I like to call it, in our lives? Mm -hmm. And for example, for me, um, after transition to be a stay-at-home mom due to my son being born premature, I really struggle with self-worth because in my mind, I started thinking, okay, I went to school for this career engineering and now all of that's gone. Like, where's my identity? Because I felt I follow an identity in what I did versus in who I was. And so mm -hmm. that transition period was really a struggle because it is so easy for us as women to get our identities caught up in our roles we place, but our roles aren't our identities. We have to realize that we are God's daughters and that right created us in his image and created us uniquely and divinely to do things that he had already preordained ahead of time. But like you said, if we live in this age where it's so easy to have the worldly view feed into your soul, that you start to believe that stuff. But that's when we have to get real honest with ourselves and take the time to do the work. And I express all the time that in our faith journey, if we want more of God and we want to see the change and the shifting in our mindset and our living victoriously, we have to do the work. And like you just said, doing the work is really looking at the triggers. What are what are the things that are causing me to have the issue with self-worth, identity and comparison? Because if you can't list them and get real honest with them, how can you take action on them? I think the biggest thing to note too is like, we have to invite the Holy Spirit in because the Bible tells us that our hearts are deceitful. <laughs> like 
and desperately wicked. And so, you know, when we deal with these types of things, these are heart issues and we can't always identify them ourselves. But when that it's a scripture that talks about the heart being deceitful and it says, who can know it? It goes on to say that God can know it. So when we invite the Holy Spirit in, he can begin to show us those things and uncover those things that are hidden in our hearts and allow us to, you know, then identify that what our triggers actually are so that what we can get victory in these areas. Yes. Yes. And I think we just gave our audience the first tip, getting in the presence of God. And when you get in the presence of God, the Holy Spirit flow. Um, And I share with a lot of women that I work with is that, you know, a lot of us desire to have a closer relationship with God. We desire to hear from him. But many of us really don't carve out time to be in God's presence. So we just think this, the Holy Spirit just flows automatically. No, you have to get in the presence of God. You have to spend that quality time and listen, like position yourself to listen and hear so that God can bring to light those things that, um, that are, that are holding you back, those trip, those triggers and obstacles. And so I really like the fact how you said we have to, we got to watch our hearts because we have to realize too, our hearts flows up into our, our mindset and then our emotions and our feelings. And then before you know it, we're walking our daily lives based off of our feelings and our emotions versus taking those thoughts captive um, through God's word and really spending that time to dig deep and ask God, what is he's showing us and what is he revealing to us to help, uh, help us to live as overcomers? Yeah. Definitely. You also have a devotional, an email devotional that you created, and I really love working through it. Um, It's called Overcoming a Negative Mindset. And inside of the email um, devotional, you made the statement, you are what you think. So how does knowing our true identity in Christ help us to not only press through mental struggles, but help us to actually live and walk out victoriously as God has called us to? I believe that, you know, knowing who we are in Christ, that is the foundation of basically everything that we do. But once we really get, once we really grasp who God created us to be, who he calls us and what he designed us to do and what his purpose is for us, then we can begin to change our mindsets and begin to think about ourselves the way that he designed us and not the way that the world programs us to think. Um, When I made that statement that you are what you think, it's almost like, you know, you are what you eat. What you feed yourself is what you produce. So if you feed yourself negative thoughts or the thoughts of the enemy, then that's what you produce out of your life. But if you feed yourself what God designed you, designed you for and who he designed you to be and who created you to be, then that allows us to, you know, overcome those mental struggles and those mental hurdles, because then you can acknowledge those as lies. You can acknowledge that those are words and tricks of the enemy. And then you can live the way that God designed you to. Yes. And you and you hit it right on the head. We have to filter everything through God's word. Um, Just like a lot of us sometimes struggle with the idea of I don't think I'm enough. Like for me, instance, I'm a mom of three boys right now. They're nine, six and two. And there are many days where I feel like, Lord, I can't do this. Am I really equipped to do this? I'm not enough. I'm failing. I'm not doing this right. But then that's when 
we we have to one acknowledge i stop and say okay this is a trigger this is negativity and i need to stop it in the track because these are lies from the enemy because god wouldn't have blessed me with three boys if he didn't think i could do it and so right. then i take that thought and filter it through god's word and realize that his word says that he has called me he and in ephesians 2 and 10 it says we were we are his workmanship created in christ jesus for good works which which god prepared beforehand that we should walk in them. So before I, I even was thought of, God knew that I would be in this very moment parenting three boys in three different stages and that he knew that the journey was going to be a little rough. But he also said that I prepared you for good works, meaning that there's goodness and there's fruit that's going to come out of this so that I walk in them. But if we spend our time focusing on the negative aspect of what's going on and really don't put in the work of stopping that negativity and transforming it into thinking and living victoriously, then we will constantly be in this, this negative mindset. So you are right. We have to figure filter our thoughts through the word of God. So Let's be a little transparent because, again, this this platform is about, like you said, women being real honest about our thoughts, um, some of the things that's on our minds and some of the things we've gone through. And that's the way we grow and can help empower each other to do better. But I know in my personal walk, I have struggled with allowing my emotions and my feelings to get the best of me. I'm going to be real honest with you, Brittany. I probably spend majority of my day like a tug of war, like mentally, because I'm in this constant battle of not allowing my emotions to just transpire into this negativity. So when I feel these emotions coming on, I'm just kind of like, God, your word says I'm constantly like recalling truth. God, help me to give me strength to walk out your truth and to believe your truth, because believing activates my faith and it helps me to walk out spiritually. So to be honest with you, a lot of people may say, oh, you got it all together. You're strong in your faith. This is a process. This is a day by day, second by second process of taking my thoughts captive so that I can walk in what God has called me to do. And I know that there are a lot of women out there that may put on this persona that I got it together. I'm handling it. But deep down inside, we're dealing with a lot of emotion and um, and just feelings that have us trapped and have our mindset focused on so much negativity that the enemy just runs havoc in our lives, whether that's in our homes, on the job, in our churches. Like he, we give him too much power, to be honest with you. When it boils down to it, we allow our feelings and our emotions to give him too much power. And so how do we overcome that? And we just mentioned by just being in God's word, filtering it through his truth. But another way that we overcome it is simply, you know, doing the work. It's a day-to-day process. And I think the biggest thing for me is that not stopping, being consistent and disciplined and taking my thoughts captive and really acknowledging where these emotions are coming from and mm-hmm. processing them through the word of God. So if you like to chime in to share like a personal instance that this may have happened to you, but I think it's about just being real honest about how we allow our our mindset to just kind of transpire down a road that God hasn't called us to. I think for me, the maybe the biggest area that I struggle with, you know, when it comes to a negative mindset is just feeling that I'm not enough or I'm not doing enough. Um, and that, you know, if I'm not doing enough, then I'm not enough. 
And I, it's almost <laughs> like a vicious cycle. And I'm like, it took me a long time to really first even recognize it. Uh, when I say a long time, like I really didn't get that revelation till earlier this year. <laughs> and it, it, was it was like, on time. It was on time. Right. Uh, I think it, it's just, I had to come to the realization that um, I don't, I'm not in control of my life. And I think that really having that understanding that, you know, I'm not in control of my life, so I don't control what I'm doing. And as long as I'm following what God told me to do, then I'm enough. Like, yes. And even even in that, it's, this is, a, of course, something that I'm continuing to walk out. Every time that I feel that pull to be doing something that I'm not supposed to be doing, I just have to stop and remind myself of what God says about me, who he called me to be, and what he called me to be doing at that moment. Yes. So it's not about me trying to make things happen or finagle things, but it's just really being obedient to what the Holy Spirit has told me to do and what he's telling me to do right now. I think, you know, you definitely hit it on the head when you talked about um, having being consistent in taking every thought captive. Like, I know that I wrote this study, but I have to go through it periodically just to remind myself like it this doesn't stop like I have to continually maintenance my thoughts in order to be victorious in the areas that the enemy likes to have a field day in my heart and mind in order to you know take captive those things that keep me ensnared I just have to you know go back and rehearse what God is saying in his word what he's saying about me what he's saying about what he promised me and all all of those benefits. Yes. And and it's so true. And, and like Romans 12 and 2 tells us all the time, do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewal of your mind. That mm-hmm. by the testing, you may discern what is the will of God and what is good and acceptable and perfect. I think for me, I can only speak of my journey. When I'm in a negative mindset, most of the time, the precursor is that I'm trying to do something I want to do. I'm trying to control things, to control outcomes, or I'm trying to handle my emotions on my own. And God simply tells me, look, Shamel, I never called you to do that anyway. So you're putting this self-inflicted pressure and this this negativity. And guess what? We leave a, a vulnerability hole where the enemy just comes through and he just keeps picking at that little spot. And before you know it, it's a roller coaster of a mindset because we're off doing things that we have no business doing or we never took time to to seek God, to say, God, what do you want me to do? And so Romans 12 and, 2, 12 and 2 tells us to be, it's a daily, I like to say second by second, renew it of my mind. Because when I renew my mind, I'm resetting myself to say that I'm not in control, that I'm going to trust God's direction, that he's going to lead me to align with him and not with the world. So that during the, the testing and then this personal walk, I will gain more discernment understanding of what he wants me to do because here's the great thing about our faith journey when we align ourselves with him he perfectly lines our mindset our our attitudes our hearts so that we're focused in on what he's called us to do and when we get that laser focus guess what we have positive energy flowing through it's when we try to take the wheel or when we allow the circumstances of life to overwhelm us, that's when that negativity rolls in. And so again, we got to get real honest, ladies. We got to know the triggers. 
And we have to have some easy, simple things in place to help you to get back on track. And that's why, um, like Brittany said, it's important for us to get in the word of God. Maybe that's going out, finding that one scripture that you can write on a note card or put on the mirror or in your car that you can quickly look at to just, you know, to renew your mind and your spirit. Or maybe that it's in that moment when you feel your, your spirit bubbling up or this negativity. Maybe you need to go put yourself in a timeout. Maybe you need mm-hmm. to go hide in the bathroom or in the closet like I do sometimes for my kids and say, God, give me this five minutes to breathe in your goodness so that I can filter this stuff so that I don't allow this little tongue of mine to allow to speak feelings that, that are not valuable. And so we have to be proactive in finding those few little things, those few simple things. That's why it says faith in the everyday. God didn't want this journey to be so hard that we have to overthink it. He gives us simple things that we could do, whether that's praying. Sometimes you may not know what to pray about, but like, God, my mind is everywhere. Help me, Jesus. Sometimes (laughs) all you need is say, God, I need you. And in that moment, when you take that time to step aside and get out the way, he can transform you. And so that negativity that's balling up inside, he can transform it. He can renew your spirit. And so you can reset, refresh and get back at it again. Yeah, I think, you know, definitely having those things there to help you in those moments. So whether, you know, like you said, a post-it note or a screensaver on your phone or, mm-hmm. um, sometimes I go as far as to write it on the back of my hand, but just to have the word of God ever before you is the best way to do this because we can't overcome our negative mindsets absent of the word of God. I know we've said that, but I think that's a point to make sure that we know it's not about positive thinking or anything like that. It's taking those negative thoughts and replacing them with what God says. You got to sometimes you got to take, like you said, an emotional timeout, tell your emotions to hush so that way you can hear what God's word says about you. But once you you do that and you make that a permanent practice, then it becomes easier. Yeah, yes, it does. And here's another tip that I want to share with people is that a lot of times we want to run away from the work. But I've come to realize that when I'm in this moment of doing the work, I celebrate it. Lord, do I want to be dealing with this? Not really. But God, I'm going to focus on what you're teaching me. You're helping me to grow. You're helping me to prune away at some negative things that maybe happened in my past that I need to process. You're developing my character. So we have to realize that when we go through these trials and tribulations, they are to help us to endure, to persevere, and to ultimately develop our character. So we can't look at the obstacles of life as, oh, I don't want to never go through something. Well, hey, Jesus went through a lot. The disciples went through a lot. Why do we not think that we won't go through? But here's the key difference. Either you can lay down and stay in that comfort zone and keep living the way you are in that negativity and not living victoriously, or you can get up. You can stand boldly in faith. You can put on your spiritual weapons like Ephesians 6 talks about, and you can woman up. You can do the work and you can take the battle to the enemy because as we mentioned, the enemy is real people and that we have to acknowledge that we, he is real and that we have to use our spiritual weapons. 
Yes, there sometimes calls for some physical, but majority of the time we are in a spiritual warfare. So we, the tactics and the strategies that we're sharing in this, this chat is to help you spiritually to grow and to be strong because we know that he's real. And every day that you wake up saying, Lord, I want to live right. You actually put a little target on your back for the enemy that alerts him to say, come get me. That's just part of the journey. But if you are equipped with the right tools, the, the, the strategies that God has given us in his word, like you just said, to filter everything through his word, then we can fully stand as the women of God that he's called us to be. And we can live as overcomers and we can live in the freedom and the victory that he's called us to. Well, Brittany, I just want to say thank you again for just joining in with us and for just sharing some powerful truth and some tips just to help Help us ladies to just shine God's light to continue to live anchored in our faith. Um, well, I hope that you ladies have found that this discussion has been very helpful and encouraging to you all and that it gives you the necessary steps to overcome your negative mindset. And if you like to continue to be encouraged, I definitely recommend that you guys check out Brittany's devotional and you can find it on her website at BrittanyCHarris.com. And also I'll provide additional information and links in the show notes that you can access on my website at ShamelEvans.com. Thanks again, Brittany, for being here with us. Until next time, keep shining and keep walking out God's truth and light in the everyday. And I'll chat with you all soon. Bye-bye. Like to join me in spreading God's truth and light and learn about additional support for your faith journey? Visit my website, shamelevans.com, where you can learn more about She Illuminates resource library and intensives for self-discovery and developing sound spiritual habits to fuse your faith in the everyday. If you've enjoyed this episode, be sure to share with family and friends, and I love for you to subscribe and leave a review. Thanks for listening, and I'll chat with you next time.